This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. for peace, a ceasefire between Russia and Ukraine. Closer to home, a deadly winter storm causes power outages in the Northeast and really snarls traffic across the Midwest. Hey, everybody, another day in paradise. And uh, here on this show with me, Kate Delaney, America Tonight. Boy, a lot going on. So let's talk about the winter storm because it is the weather that absolutely binds us all. It's the natural conversation. Coast to coast, the winter storm. They're talking about in L.A., the fact that they're seeing snowflakes and they're going to see them Friday into Saturday. And I already saw some by the Hollywood sign. It's not a movie. It's real life. But it's blizzard conditions in the upper Midwest. A lot of icing across the Great Lakes area. And it started to wind down Thursday after really just crashing power to hundreds of thousands of people and traffic problems and air traffic problems. But we knew that this was coming, right? So I'm going to give you an example. Outside of Milwaukee, heavy, wet snow blamed by firefighters as possibly contributing to a partial collapse of a parking garage in a popular retail center. Luckily, no one was injured in the multi-story collapse, but a lot of cars were crushed by the floors as they gave way. Better the cars than people. And then you look at the utility companies that are scrambling. For example, in Kalamazoo, you know, you got the ice storm that affected Lots of roads in Kalamazoo that were just closed off. One death attributed to the storm in Michigan. Sadly, it was a a volunteer firefighter who, Ethan McQuillan, Lieutenant Ethan McQuillan, who responded to reports of the trees and wires that came down because of the ice storm on Wednesday night. And there was a, a portion of a tree that broke near the area where he and a bunch of other first responders were working and fell onto the power lines. That caused the line to collapse and hit him. And uh, sadly, they tried to do what they could, but could not save him. Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. Hundreds of flights canceled uh, there just in one spot. Op crews worked around the clock to keep runways and taxiways clear so they could get things back in order. More than 2,000 flights were canceled. Minneapolis, Denver, Detroit, Chicago. They were really at the top of the big board for anybody who was trying to get from point A to B out of those airports. And New England and northern New York getting that freezing rain possible into early Friday happening right now. A lot of people are listening to us in New York, upstate New York, especially Rochester, Buffalo. I feel you. You've got those winter weather advisories that are happening. Connecticut folks, I uh, got a lot of emails from some of you. Same thing. You got the winter weather advisory blues that that are hitting you too as well you know there's a will there's a way one of the best pictures i saw of everything because you saw crashes and trees down and and all of the things that you see when you get this kind of these kinds of conditions especially blizzard conditions but there was an awesome shot picture this 
you're a runner and dang, you're going to run no matter what. So there is a person running with their dog on Thursday in Minneapolis after the winter storm went through. And the road in between where they were running was cleared, but all on the sides, it looked as it looked like they were on a toboggan run because there was so much high snow, just a wall of snow. And bundled up and taken the dog. The dog was on that run and was into it. And I thought, you know what? That's what happens. <laughs> no matter what. No matter what the elements are, sometimes you can find a way around them. And I think in this case, that's exactly exactly what, what, happened, uh, what happened there. All right. The story about China is interesting because... We haven't heard much from China, right, when it comes to Russia. And, of course, the concern is China helping Russia. But in this case, it's interesting. It's the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. China's called for a ceasefire between both sides and for peace talks to commence. And they called a 12-point plan to end the war. So... You've got China's foreign minister who revealed that plan and called for the end of Western sanctions on Russia, uh, measures to ensure nuclear facilities, humanitarian quarters for civilians to flee the conflict, and a process to ensure the continuation of grain exports, because there's concern there, right? In the proposal, China also indicated its opposition to the use of nuclear weapons in the conflict, as well as the threat of deploying them. I think Putin rattled a few people the other day when he talked about getting out of the START treaty, the new START treaty, that that was dead, it was gone. You know, according to the United Nations Human Rights Office, at least 8,000 non-combatants have been confirmed killed in the war in Ukraine, and more than 13,000 have been uh, injured. So, despite the peace proposal, the U.S. isn't ruling out that China could be preparing to provide lethal military aid to Russia. In fact, earlier in the month, before all this came out, our U.S. Deputy Secretary of State, Wendy Sherman, said at an event at the Brookings Institute in D.C. that the U.S. has growing concern about the Chinese Russian partnership, and I think there should be some heavy concern there. So while that's happening, Canada is saying China using spy is using spy buoys in the Arctic, and you know there's been so much conversation about the balloons. They're saying that now three weeks, really less than three weeks. After a fighter jet shot down a Chinese spy balloon, now the Canadian military found and retrieved Chinese monitoring buoys in the Arctic. And that happened this past fall. It was one of their operations, Limpid, the Canadian Armed Forces mission, that's what they called it, to detect threats to Canada security as early as possible. So under this Limpid thing that they run... That means air and land and sea approaches. They've stopped attempts to surveil Canadian territory. And this is one of the technologies that the Chinese were, were using. So talk about raising questions. First, there's the balloons and then there's the buoys. Because a buoy could be used to chart the sea floor and monitor 
uh, different levels and ice thickness ahead of deployments and that kind of thing, meaning, you know, subs. So China has absolutely had interest in the Arctic in 2021. It sent an icebreaker in a five-month research expedition across that area, if you remember that. So Canada is reviewing how they're responding to what's what's happening with the buoy situation. So balloons, buoys, boy, it sure does not make you feel like uh, the spy era is over. Never. It's about keeping those enemies close. You know where the, the most spies inhabit where do the most spies inhabit that would be washington dc blending in assimilating so a lot of wows that's for sure all right coming up we have a visit to the man that cave If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Ever feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. 
The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea naturally builds good cells and kills bad cells. So it's great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting an infection, diabetes, or cancer. To order, visit drinksupertea.com or call 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com, 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. I'm going to the man cave. Going to the man cave. Going to the man cave. I'm going to the man cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to the man cave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man cave, man cave, man cave, man cave. Cave, aka Woe Man Cave, coming out soon. The updated version of the Man Cave. Just had that long conversation with the editor. It's exciting. I can't wait to release it. And trust me, I'll tell you all about it when we get a little bit closer. We were hoping by the end of February, but I think it's going to bounce into the lucky world of March and St. Patty's Day, which is a big day to me. And to a lot of all of you, because it's a chance to wear some tacky green sweaters and whatnot. Jeff Bezos isn't inter- interested in anything green. He's interested in a different kind of spread in the green. And that would be to potentially make a bid on the commanders. Yep, to own a football team. Isn't that wild? So, listen, he's in the Rocket Boys Club with Elon Musk and Richard Branson, but soon he's about to bust out maybe into the football arena. We'll see if he's going to be the owner of that NFL team. He hired an investment firm to evaluate the bid for the commanders, and the company he hired handled the sale of the Panthers to David Tepper and the Broncos to the Walter Penner Group. So they made that transition. So that gives you an idea that he's really serious. Daniel Snyder wants to sell the team, for you ready for this, $7 billion. But for Bezos, he has a net worth of $117.8 billion. He's one of the world's wealthiest people. That's a drop in the bucket for him. And time is running out for Snyder's ownership of the commanders. So it's up for grabs. And I'm... I really think if he wants it, he'll. I think he'll get it. Of course, the NFL would, I think, love to have Bezos as an owner. And Snyder had owned the club since 1999. So Bezos alluded to possibly snapping up the commanders during an appearance on CNN this past fall. And once that kind of dropped out there, people picked up the ball and started to pay more attention to it. He said he he played football when he was a kid in Houston, and the Oilers, during his teenage years, were one of the best teams in the NFL, so he was into it. It would be interesting to see uh, Bezos as an owner. Would he be hands-on or a little more hands-off? This story is just too good to not talk about it. It, it, it came up on somebody's radar, and, and now more people are writing about it. I, I saw it on CBS, but Chad Ochocinco, 
says he lived in the Bengal Stadium for the first two years of his NFL career. I mean, he really was one of the flashiest kind of players in the league. And I guess he was extremely frugal. I mean, hey, he was just getting started. And he didn't come from a whole lot of money. So he, he said he stayed at the stadium because he didn't want to spend any money. He's, he said, you know, what's the point? Why would you tell me to go rent a house, or go buy a house, go rent a condo, when everything I need is right here at the Paul Brown facility? I mean, he lived there. Shower, he said, showers, cafeteria, TV, couch, gaming system, what's the point? So by the time he hit the third season, then he was a bona fide star, and he had to move out. <laughs> Can you imagine? So the Bengals head coach Marvin Lewis told him, hit the road, Jack. you got to step on out. But they let him do that for two years. So if anybody showed up to work out or whatever, I mean, would he just be parked on the couch and it's be like, hey, good morning. He'd be having his coffee and his eggs and whatever in the cafeteria. And in his 10 seasons with the Bengals, I mean, he had a, a 751 catches, over 10,000 yards, and had all kinds of franchise records. So he he did become a superstar. You know, I um, spent some time with oh, just such a class act, Jay Novacek, who was a tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. And we used to do a show together for a while when I was in Dallas. And he really was just great to be with on the air and had great stories. And he was like kind of like that where... It's like, whoa, you know, all, all of a sudden you're in the NFL, but you see what can happen. And what about, you know, potentially am I going to be staying here? And he had a trailer where he just kind of parked his trailer around because I think it was that same feeling of let's kind of see what happens here. And also it's the money thing in the beginning, in the beginning of it, not knowing what's going to, what's going to happen. It's more about being comfortable but I think that's just a wild story. You know, probably there's more of that, that that happens than we realize or that we know about of somebody young coming, you know, somebody young coming into the league that knew that wasn't your top draft pick. Um, how do they feel? How comfortable, I guess, is, is the best way to describe it. How comfortable do they feel? All right, now we're in full swing with NASCAR, and we, we're still getting over the win of Ricky Steinhouse Jr., which was so huge because he snapped a 199-race winless streak. Uh, good for him. And now it's about, it's about the next races. It's about the schedule and moving on because there's a slew of races coming up, of course, and... It starts, we've already had NASCAR. So it started with, I mean, we already had uh, Daytona. It started with Daytona, which is the Super Bowl of auto racing for NASCAR anyway. And now it's about the the series, the NASCAR Cup Series in California. So that's on Sunday. wonder if they'll see any snow, leftover snow. <laughs> there was snow here a couple days ago. And then after that, the week after that, it's Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And for everybody listening in Arizona, as all you know, in March, March 12th, it, it shifts to Phoenix. So it's moving along. It's so interesting to me. And one of, one of, the, one of my favorite races to watch is Circuit of the Americas, which is Sunday, March 26th. 
and I've, I think I've said this now on the show, and I, th- I believe I said it after the Daytona 500. I've really, I really got pulled into racing because I, um, you know, I just, I, I didn't know much about racing, and I covered all the big four sports, and I. I went out to a racetrack. I was invited out to a racetrack. And once I saw what that was like, it just blew me away. I understand the need for speed. I understand what goes into the cars. I understand the fans who go absolutely berserk for it because it, it, there is a such skill involved. There really is. And it's, and you, you're putting it all on the line if you're in, in uh, an Indy car or a Formula One or NASCAR, I mean, you see those finishes, you see the nuances of trying to pass and lapping somebody and then crashes and then ultimately what can happen with that. All right, let's bounce to basketball. I haven't talked much NBA, but I certainly have watched a bunch of it. The 76ers beat the Grizzlies 110-105. to is pretty exciting from the perspective of the finishes, right? So Joel Embiid missed shot after shot after shot in the first half. It was just terrible. It was ice cold, which happens. Your superstar sometimes goes through that. And then ultimately, he turned it around in the second half. So if you just saw the stat line, you'd see 27 points and 19 boards and six assists, a steal and a block and and six blocks, actually. So he made a huge difference in in the second half and had an impact that way. And, you know, that's the thing that's so interesting in watching, not that the whole performance collapses, but that he steps up when they need him to step up. And he was hitting the shots they needed him to hit down the stretch. And for the 76ers... They're 39 and 19, but Philly's been 27 and 7 in their last 34 games. So they're starting to strike back and close the gap. And now that we're in the second half of the season, that's what's so key. I mean, whoever's really going to be there in the end and be strong in the end, they're starting to pull away now and make more progress and build on and build on that because um well, that's when you need to, I mean, down the stretch, you have to be there down the stretch for seating and everything else. It's like in Phoenix, Kevin Durant, he uh, isn't ready to say adios, uh, you know, or hello for his debut with the Phoenix Suns. But the prep is getting a lot, a lot more interesting. He's in the final stages of his return from a knee injury. He had a two-hour workout and scrimmage in the first gathering after the All-Star break, so people in Phoenix should be excited about the arrival of Durant. That's it for the Man Cave. You've been hearing Dr. Wallach talking about 90 essential nutrients, keeping the body healthy. GCNteam.com now has Beyond Tangy Tangerine tablets, 60 plant-derived minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, packed in a powerful tablet. But that's not it. 160,000 auric points, a knockout punch to free radicals. Call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. That's 877-878-4203. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? 
Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. Multiple federal agencies are currently conducting investigations to ascertain whether Thursday's cell phone outages came from technical glitches or were part of a cyber attack. According to ABC News, among the agencies involved in determining the cause are the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security. Mortgage rates have climbed for a third consecutive week. According to Freddie Mac's data, the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage averaged 6.9% this week, marking an increase from just under 6.8% the previous week. A storm is anticipated to impact the Northeast, bringing rain and potential snowfall. Meteorologists predict that the system, which crossed the Midwest on Thursday, will progress eastward throughout Friday. While the East Coast is projected to receive primarily rain, northern New England may experience some significant snowfall. John Schaefer, USA News. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best, complete, nutritious meal placement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. Scott Kaufman 
Hoffman is in our virtual green room. His book is If Tomorrow Never Comes, What Would You Do With Your Last 24 Hours? Love, love, love the whole idea of this book, the title, all of it. It's things that we talk about on the show all the time. Scott, thanks for hopping on. No, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. What was the motivation for writing this book? Uh, a lost life, <laughs> meaning my own. Uh, you know, it, it was, it's one of those things where you, you discover what your destiny is, and, and my destiny was to write about destiny and to help people kind of figure out, if maybe for the first time in their life, why they're here. We're not on this planet just for the free popcorn. There's something that we're supposed to accomplish. Let's figure it out. And sadly, so many people never, ever do it. And so the premise behind the book is to say, hey, I'm going to come up to you and I'm going to tell you, you only have a limited amount of time left. What are you going to do? Well, the average person says, I'm going to quit this job that I've hated for 20 years. and I'm going to finally do that one thing that I always wanted to do. And I said, you know, you're probably like 99% of the population who do the same thing. But here's my question. If you do it because you only have 24 hours left, why not do it now when you have an undetermined amount of 24 hours? So the motivation was get people to realize, folks, you have a passion that was placed in you at the time of your creation. And there's a reason you have that passion, to be able to walk in your destiny. And too many people miss it. They've been, I got, I had the bills to pay, the mortgage, the tuition, this and that, and they get stuck in something that is not what they were meant to be stuck into. Ah, so well said. So tell us more about the book specifically and what you what you talk about. Give us some of the secrets in it. Not everything, because we want people to get your book, but tell us some about the book. Well, the secrets is, is to, number one, discover, that first and foremost, that we are spiritual beings. We, we happen to inhabit a mortal body, but we're spiritual beings. And until you get in touch with that side, you're going to be spinning your wheels your entire life. And there's so much more to life than what that has been portrayed to us since the day that we were born. We've been conditioned to believe this, that, and the other thing, when in actuality... You have a passion inside you because it's what you were designed to do. And so what what the book is designed to do is to take you from Chapter 1, and if you want to go to Chapter 16, go to Chapter 16. It gives you something to think about every single day. Now, chapter 2 does, isn't predicated upon Chapter 1, and Chapter 3 isn't predicated upon Chapter 2 and Chapter 1. No, no. Read whatever you want. Let it speak to you. But it's written in a way so it's just more conversational. And you get to feel like, hey, we're having a cup of coffee over the table. What can I answer for you? What are some of the questions that you have about why you're here on this planet, in this moment, doing what you're doing right now? So if people answer those questions, you think they'll get closer to their destiny? Well, you know, the question that I get asked all the time is, have I fulfilled my destiny? And my response is always the same, no. And they look at me shocked. I said, folks, listen, when you have fulfilled that which you were called to do here, you will then take your last breath and go on to your next existence. Okay? Until then, there's still something for you to do. But, yes, I mean, every time you achieve a goal, every time you go after a dream, it's getting you one step closer to that thing that you were supposed to do when you were brought here. And so are you going to get there when you're young? Maybe if you're lucky. But maybe you don't reach that time until you're 65 years old. See, time is an illusion that man created, not what the universe created. So if you believe in the perfection of the universe, the perfection of your design, then you've got to also believe that you will be able to achieve what you were sent here to achieve. Not a, not a moment before, not a moment after. And so, you know, 
go after what you love. I mean, why are you beating yourself up by doing something that you absolutely hate every day when you have the opportunity to do what you truly, truly, truly love to do? And do you think part of that is because people get stuck and then other people, it's kind of like that crab theory, other people tell you not to go after the big dream, not to come up with whatever it is that you're throwing out there that they think is impossible, just stay safe and keep plugging along and doing the thing that you don't really like doing because at least you're getting money and you're paying the bills? Absolutely. If, if your passion is to be a professional bungee jumper and you tell your family you want to be a professional bungee jumper, here's the first thing. Oh, you're nuts. You're crazy. You can't make any money at that. Okay. So now you've had your dream squashed by somebody, albeit maybe well-intentioned people, but it's been squashed. So now you bury that dream. And you walk around and you do whatever it is you're supposed to be doing in life, right? And a, two, a couple, two, three years later, this dream pops up again. And you say it to somebody else, and they give you the same thing. Oh, you can't do that. You can't make any money. It's not good. It's stupid. It's stupid. And you squash that dream. Well, that dream's going to continue to come up until you finally do something with it. So you can have all the accoutrements of success. You can have the big house, the fancy car, tons of money. But if you're not doing that one thing that you were born to do, there will be a void in your life. And that void is not going to be filled by need of a bigger house or fancier car or more money. So we, we get taught as kids, oh, you can't do that. You can't be this. You can't be whatever. And we get, we get conditioned to believe that we have to fill the status quo. Well, maybe you don't fit the status quo because maybe your dreams and your aspirations and your desires and your passions are opposite of what somebody else might do. may not be right for them, but it is right for you. Go after it. I love that. Go after it. And you know what the other question is people are going to say? By the way, you can get Scott's book, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, If Tomorrow Never Comes, What Would You Do With Your Last 24 Hours? What people will come back and say is, well, I don't know. I mean, how do I find that out? I'm, I'm confused. I don't know what it is. You know, you hear that a lot. You know, there was a book, and I'm probably, I'm sure you're familiar with it, What Colors Your Parachute? And people went through all these things trying to figure it out. And sometimes they... People feel pressured that they can't figure out what they're supposed to do. What do, you, what do you say to that? How do you address that in the book with your questions? Because people get in their own way. People, people have been conditioned to believe certain things throughout their life, okay? You can't do this, can't do that, shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that. And so if you're, if you're conditioned, like just like Pavlov, Pavlov's dog was conditioned to do a certain thing to get a reward. Well, we're conditioned as human beings to do certain things to get a quote-unquote reward. Whether that's right or wrong, it doesn't really matter. The fact remains is, is that there's something inside you that you know you want to try. And you have to be brave enough to step outside the box of what we've been placed in and say, I am going to try it. Because the bottom line is the minute you start heading toward that direction, then things will change in your life. Because you're no longer cemented in what is expected to be done. You've now broken that mold out so that you can walk free into a specific area. Now, it may, you may be lucky, as I said earlier, you may find out when you're very, very young. But you may be midlife. You may be toward the latter part of your life. It doesn't matter. 
but you have dreams inside of you for a reason. See, God didn't place dreams inside you just to play with you and say, oh, I'm going I'm to dabble that carrot in front of your mouth, and I'm going to take it away just so I can laugh at you. That's not how it works. There's dreams and passions inside because it's what you're supposed to be doing. And how much better to be following your passion than to follow what somebody else says that you should be doing with the rest of your life. And that's really what the book says. Folks, go after what's inside you. You cannot fabricate something that's not truth that's in your heart. Your heart cannot lie to you. Now, your mind can. Your mind can tell you why you can't do this and can't do that and why you shouldn't do this and shouldn't do that. But your heart's incapable of lying. Follow your heart. Your heart is your spirit, is your soul. And that's what's going to tell you the direction that you're supposed to go into. Yeah, I agree 100%. So do you feel like, and especially I can hear it in your voice and and what you've written, do you feel like you're doing that now? Well, I I believe that I am, um, but I've only just scratched the surface of what I really want to accomplish with this. I mean, let's face it. If you took the total population of the world, how many people do you think are actually doing what they were born to do? I would say, at one point when I first started this journey, I'd say maybe 10%. Then I start looking at it, and I start seeing people's faces, and I start seeing how they operate every day, and that 10% went to 5 yeah. and it quickly went to 2 and now it's down to about a half of a percent. Why? Because people have not been exposed to the reality of what life is all about. I mean, they've been exposed to what they believe is reality. But in actuality, what's real is what's inside of you. And until you grasp that significance, until you grasp the significance of your being, of you being here right now, you can't walk in your destiny. You simply can't do it because everything else is fake, phony, and false. Yeah, I agree. Fake, phony, and false. So you've said it throughout this. What do you hope people walk away with when they read the book? Uh, A new hope. Uh, And that may sound corny, but a new hope, an encouragement, uh, a realization that they aren't crazy. You know, a lot of times you'll have these dreams and you'll think, oh, that's just nuts. I, I really can't do that. But if you really realize that you can and you should be doing that and you walk away with a, wow, I can achieve what I want to achieve. Now, through the process, your, your focus may change. Your your drive may change. You know, a lot of people, I want to be rich, I want to be rich, I want to be rich, I want to be the top of the corporate ladder, right? Well, you get there and you find out that riches and top of the corporate ladder is still not going to fulfill that void that's in your life because that's not what you were born to do. And so as you discover what it is that you were born to do, and it may take you a while because as you, you need to learn to crawl before you walk, before you run. Right. And so as you start learning where your life is headed, and doors open up, and that knowledge comes to you about, okay, now I see why I went through this when I was 10. Oh, now I see why this happened when I was 30. Oh, now I see why I learned this and learned that. Because now all of a sudden, the pieces of those puzzles are coming together, and now you have a complete picture, the whole panorama of why you were put here in the first place. Yep, absolutely. Perfect place to end this. If tomorrow never comes, what would you do with your last 24 hours? Scott Kaufman, get that book on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. What does it mean? What can we do about it? What can we say? 
Hi, this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Guinness. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney. At Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from wallofire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Wallofire.com. joins us this time around on America Tonight with me, Kate Delaney. His book is Behind the Cross, The Depths of the Work of the Cross, which you can get on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. We'll say that up front. And it's so interesting. We had a great off-air conversation about the depth of his book, why he wrote it, and what you'll learn, in fact, by by reading it. So, Rick, thanks for coming on. Thank you, Kate. It's good to be here. Perfect time to have this conversation with you, by the way. So what was it that drove you? What was the motivating factor into writing the book? I was looking at a Bible study maybe three years ago now, and um, 
I noticed some key words that came up that I learned in Sunday school 50 years ago. One of those was the promised land, that when uh, Israel came out of the wilderness, they went into the promised land. And I got to looking at that phrase, and it dawned on me, what does that mean? What's behind that phrase, the promised land? What's the promise? And then I looked at uh, a study in uh, Exodus and saw the phrase, the chosen people. So I got to thinking, why were they called the chosen people? I had never heard anything about what was behind that. So that led me in my studies to begin looking at the cross, the event of the cross. We're all familiar with the event. But what's behind the event? What are those deeper spiritual uh, lessons that we can learn in those realities? And that's where the depth of our faith comes into play. So, therefore, I wrote the book because I wanted to give an in-depth study of the cross. And, you know, it's so interesting. One of the things that stood out to me in our conversation is you said it. The answer is the cross. What do you mean by that? Tell everybody about that. Well, uh, mankind has a chronic disease and problem. It's sin. That three-letter word. It is the cause of all of the problems with us, our relationships, and the problems in the world. It's sin. So we have a sin problem. And God answered that by sending his own son to live among us 2,000 years ago, And he went to the cross to die the most horrible death that that is was in existence and still is, and die for our sins. So the cross answers the sin problem in that uh, because of sin, we're separated from God. Ephesians chapter 2 tells us that we are dead in trespasses and sins, and The word death basically means separation. And Romans 5 even goes further and says that we're not only lost in our sins, but that we are enemies of God. Now, that was a hard pill to swallow. And so, Jesus answered the question. He died on the cross for our sins, and he took the wrath of God that we all have to pay within ourselves. If Jesus did not die for our sins and pay for them, then we have to pay for our own sins, and we can't do that. So that's what the book is all about, and that's why the cross is the center of Christianity. Why do you think there's so much confusion for people? I mean, you said it, you know, you you certainly spent many, many years and and hours with Bible study, and you knew there was something you wanted to go deeper on. Why do you think people have confusion over it? It's not taught. Most revivals, modern-day revivals, uh, moves of God, you never hear about the cross. It is the subject that's pretty much ignored in all of our churches. I cannot think of one single time in my own church where I heard a message on the cross solely devoted to that. It might be mentioned, it might be referred to, uh, 
Well, yeah, Jesus died for our sins on the cross, and it's left to that. But really, we know what we're taught. We have the information that we're given. So from our religious leaders, if we're not taught about the depths of the cross and what that means to our lives, we don't know. And most people do not read their Bibles. So we lean on leaders that will give us that information. And if they're not giving it to us, then we don't know it. So for you, it had to be such a thrill, first of all, to put these, because you've written other books, such a thrill to put this together and excavate what you learned, because you had to have learned yourself as you were putting this together, right? Well, when you're an author and you are writing a book, such as the books that I write, it takes hours and hours of research. I'm writing one right now that is just uh, taking my time up in research because I want to get the information correct. So I wanted to write this book because I feel like the subject of the cross is the most important subject that all of us uh, need to know. And the message of that is from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, where Paul the Apostle says, Here is the salvation by which we are saved and the gospel, that Jesus died for our sins according to the scriptures, was buried, and was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. So one of the things that I go into in the book is obviously our sins are forgiven forever if we believe that message. And that's the requirement. Just hearing about it does not give you salvation. But we have to believe that message. And so I go into more depth. When Christ died, I died. And when he was buried, I was buried. And when he rose, I rose. So there is an intimate, intimate connection between me and Christ when I believe that message. Yeah, and it's it, it's so powerful what you talk about. Like as as the title says, we're speaking with Rick Combs behind the cross, the depths of the work of the cross, which you can get on. I said in the beginning, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, wherever uh, great books are sold. What do you hope? And you're saying it throughout this, Rick. But what do you hope people take away from reading your book? Well, I want I want uh, everybody far and wide to know that we're born sinners and we're born separated from God. That's just reality. That's just the way it is. So we have a real problem. Uh, we're all destined to, to eternity in hell if we are not helped. So we're all sinners. Therefore, we have a need. And God, through Jesus Christ, provided the answer to that need by dying on the cross and uh, forgiving our sins, and uh, we are assured of eternal life upon faith. And so it's, it's a reality. Uh, actually, the cross is the door into which we enter uh, into a relationship with God the Father. So that's the door. That's the starting point. And if I'm afraid that we will have a whole generation that will be lost 
even though they might be religious, they might sit on the church pew, they might go to revivals, they might hear about the love of God, but if we leave out the cross, we'll be lost. And that's the message of the book, and that's what I want people to know. Wow, so powerful, that message. And I want to give you a moment to tell us, because as we've talked about, you have other books. Tell us about the book you're working on now. (laughs) I've had lots of comments about what's coming up, probably released in May or June. Um, The title of it is going to be The Greatest Epic Ever Told. And it's an overview of the Bible. You know, think of a great epics. It's got the villain... It's got the people who are threatened by the villain. It's got the hero who comes in at the last minute and saves everybody. So the Bible tells the story of a classic epic drama. And I go through, I start with Genesis 1 1, and I go right through the scriptures to Revelation chapter 22 and talk about that epic story that God had created. This wonderful creation, but it was spoiled and rendered uh, helpless by Lucifer's fall and became the arch enemy of God himself and is out to destroy his creation. So I work through that story and tell the epic, and we wind up at the end of Revelation where Jesus literally comes riding in on a white horse with an army of angels behind him to save the day. And it's going to be quite something. Boy, it sounds quite something. You are, Rick Combs, quite something behind the cross, the depths of the work of the cross that's out now. You can get that on Amazon, like I said. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, Kate. I appreciate it. Hi, this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Guinness. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney. At Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave, and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com.